Okay, hey, welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Flora. And my name's Fauna. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are real-life zookeepers, and each week we will be discussing a new animal and learning more about them. As always, nothing we say reflects our organizations, and all thoughts and opinions on our, are our own. So with that, let's get grimy. I can't wait to get grimy this week. I love getting gross and grimy every week mm-hmm. with you. Down and dirty. In the mud. <laughs> what? Yep. I don't know. Sure. Um, how was your week? <laughs> Week's been really good. I've had a lot of, oh, there goes my cat running. I've had a lot of really great training successes, which is fun. Amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. We're, um, we're in the middle of getting ready for, like, exams and doing all this stuff and moving animals around, so we've been working really hard with them, and they've been doing great, and I'm so proud of them. I'm like a happy little parent at the school play. Right? Like, my phone out. I'm like, look at you go. You're so great. <laughs> It's been good. However, today, in classic fauna fashion, I did do something stupid and tried to climb up the wrong side of a ladder. Mmm, how? You know the, like, skinny little metal pieces that are on the opposite side of the actual steps? Yes. Yeah, I was like, this seems secure. And, like, do 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 and They're not stupid. made for people. <laughs> no, they're not. They're also incredibly tiny, so I don't even know what I was thinking. Yuck. Don't I'm a regular that. idiot. <laughs> I'm a regular idiot today. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How was your week? Mm, My cat was stuck in the wall for like eight hours. Yeah, that's bad. (laughs) Texted you about that yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was the most traumatic experience of my entire life. I could not find my cat for eight hours, and I knew that she had not escaped. Mm -hmm. But the catch-22 was that she was also not in the apartment. (laughs) She so, ascended to a new dimension. Yeah. That's what happened. Like, my parents are here, and they were like, she evaporated. Like, <laughs> everyone was crying. My dad was, like, running around, like, calling my cat. My mom was just like, I can't. I can't. Just, like, bawling. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> she's dead. Like, I don't know what. But literally, like, it took us all day. Could not find this cat. And she always meows at me whenever I say her name. I'm like, Mimi. And she's like, meh. No matter where she is. Well, there was no, eh. And so we, like, stripped all the beds. I'm, like, digging in the mattress. We're, like, lifting up chairs, like, unzipping the couch. No cat. And no cat answering me. And I open a can of wet food, which usually she comes, like, fucking bullet bill in the room when you open a can of wet food. (laughs) And no cat. And so um, we left for a while and left, like, a can of cat food in the middle of the room. And I was, like, okay, if it's touched, like, she's in here. Which was, like, she had to have been in there. And we come back, like, four hours later, no cat. So then I, like, actually have a mental breakdown. I was like, she's dead. Even if she's in here, she crawled into a hole and died. Like, I was just, like, losing my mind. So yeah, my inconsolable. again to, like, call for her. And so I open another can of wet food. And, of course, my other cat's, like, dicking around. Just like, I don't know where she is. Like, thanks for that non-existent help, Mulder. And then um, I finally, like, call her name again. And I hear, like, I'm like, <gasps> what? And I call her again, and I hear it, and it's, like, coming from behind the fridge, but not behind the fridge. And turns out, underneath the kitchen corner cabinet, which, like, is not even a cabinet, right? It's just, like, dead space that made, like, the countertop, like, an L shape. There's just, mm-hmm. like, this, like, egg-shaped hole that apparently my <laughs> tiny cat just, like, shoved her body into. So I reach my hand in there, and all I feel are rusted nails. And I'm just like, <laughs> So I call my dad, and I'm like, she's in here! So my parents come like running back in here and this cat is like crammed in this hole and she had to have been there since like i think it was like six or seven hours she was like in this cabinet hole and it was this tiny little orifice and it was like this weird curve and it was full of rusted nails and i was like she went in there to die like why is she in there so my dad like (laughs) grabs her by the scruff we try to like rip her out and she's stuck and then she bites the ever-loving shit out of my dad like cat scratch (laughs) fever rampant and so we like lose her and she's screaming so then i'm crying because the cat's like ah and i just i don't think she could get out because of the way it was so we literally ripped the baseboard off of this like apartment we're staying in and like ripped my cat out and then like stuck it back on there it was the worst experience of my life and then the moment i take her out of course she doesn't like being held and i'm holding her and she's like nah, hissing and spitting and they're like nah, nah, nah. and like i'm afraid she got like impaled by a nail i don't know so i set her down and the first thing she does is she like walks over to the corner and just like lifts up her leg and starts licking her butthole great i'm like (laughs) oh are you fine now and she acts like nothing happened and it was like the best eight hours of her life 
<laughs> she's like, I was in a dimensional hole and you ripped me out. I know. I literally was like, there's a cat in the wall. I mean, I felt insane because I knew she didn't get out, but she wasn't in the square footage of this apartment because it was like the House of Leaves, if you've ever read that book, where the house is like bigger on the outside than it is on the inside because there's a secret portal to like nothingness that goes on forever. Yeah, I don't know. She had some malicious intent getting in that egg-shaped hole. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but she either. was clearly like, I'm gonna get in this hole. It was the worst day of my life. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy like six Afterwards, hours when you were texting like, me all that. I was like, I know. oh god, it's a roller coaster. We opened two bottles of wine and had like five beers when it was all said and done. <laughs> and we all just like kept opening the door and like my cat was just sitting in here and like right before we went to bed, she was like curled up in the ball and she like opened her eyes and was looking at me and I was like, hey, does anyone want to come in and flick off this cat? So my mom and my dad came in and just like flicked her off and then we went to bed. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It's very loving. <laughs> Fucking cat. Yeah, dude, it was not good. Not good. Cats are assholes. I love them, but they're such dicks. I know. And she just like curled up and slept with me all night. It was like, pe, 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 a pe, pe, pe. I'm like, you <laughs> almost died in a crevice. And I, what if I didn't, okay, this is what's crazy. Okay, so I'm like renting this apartment for like a week or whatever. So imagine if I never found her and I actually thought she escaped and then we left and then she just like died in this hole in this person's apartment. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been really bad. I'm glad that it didn't end that way. It's like that, was that like when Santa, it's like from Gremlins. The guy, the dad dresses up as Santa to like surprise the kids on the chimney, gets stuck in the chimney and he dies in there? <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> no one noticed dad was in the chimney. Where'd dad go? I don't know. He's probably fine. Let's light a fire. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roast your dad. <laughs> wow. Okay, so I'm delirious. Um, yeah. And that's how this episode's gonna go. Yay! And it is about the goblin shark. Yes. Spooky October continues. I tried to trick our patrons, and they're like, you're stupid. So, like, for the poll, I put, like, death, goblin, and... I Devil. Don't Devil, yeah. Um, because I thought maybe they'd pick death, and I would, would do that death's head hawk moth. <laughs> I just tried to, like, trick them into letting me do a bug, and they still were like, <laughs> no. So, yeah, they picked the Bummer. goblin shark, which is actually cool. pretty cool. Um, this guy's an animal. He's a chordate. And the class he's in is chondrichthys. So these are the cartilaginous fish. So these are shark skates and rays, which oh, everybody yes. is intimately familiar with. I don't know. But, you know, everybody's touched a, a ray in their life and maybe a shark. Those little yeah, touch it's like a, like a wet lasagna noodle. Yeah. Like it's like flat, a, flat, flat. Yeah, it is like, it's like a, yeah, that's a really good... Yeah, that is what that is. That's weird. Okay. Thanks. Um, cool. But these cartilaginous fish, these are the opposite of the bony fish. So these are your sharks, the great whites, and I don't know, things that are sharks. And then the order that they're in is the laminiformes, and these are the mackerel sharks is what they're called. So this includes the great whites, megalodons, thresher sharks, basking sharks, megamouth sharks. And they are interestingly different because unlike other sharks, they actually maintain a higher body temp than the surrounding water. So they're actually like a little... Mm, floating little lava lamp little yeah a little floating lava lamp running around so getting into the specific the goblin shark uh the family is you know what my handwriting is so bad uh it looks like yeah. mitsukurinidae and this is the only extant species in this family so mm-hmm. this guy's really old and all his family's dead and then the genus is mitsukurina and <laughs> you're gonna love this um i know it's not pronounced like this but his species is austoni <laughs> excuse me say that again so it's al stoney so it's like john except for ow stoney so it's like he bit <gasps> you because he's a shark al stoney <laughs> ow stoney so it's mitsukurina al stoney that's stunning but it's like a stoney or something it's not pronounced al stoney but that's how we're gonna pronounce it because this is our podcast yeah brb going changing my name to that <laughs> so i feel like he's part of the like the boyardee family he is yeah he's an extended member of the boyardees so there's Chef John Stoney. John, John Stoney. And Al Stoney. Al Stoney, yeah. Perfect. There's a trio now. Three's company. Three's a crowd. <laughs> Is it? I thought it was a company. Is it a crowd? I think it's. it can be both, depending on whether or not you're down to clown with <laughs> two others or not. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess it's all about the mindset, right, of the individuals yes. in the party. Yes. Mm, okay. Is the hot tub big enough for three? 
or is it not? That's the I real think, question. I think any hot tub is big enough for at least for three people. It better be, or else I, take, I think I'm getting my money back. This resort sucks. <laughs> Where else am I supposed to hot tub with my two best friends? <laughs> what do you think we, we came down here? here? We're just sitting on each other's laps. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. It's just like I'm in a human-sized mug of hot water over here. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> what a terrible experience. Worst vacation. We were having our Chef Boyardee reunion, and you've ruined it. <laughs> you've ruined it. Thanks. Never coming back. Bye. <laughs> Bye forever. Okay. This goblin shark was first described in 1898, which I feel like uh, was not that, long, not that long ago. No, um, it's a sexy year. <laughs> More like 1890 great. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, Continue. 1898 meow. <laughs> oh my god. It took me a minute. <laughs> Whoa. Three is a company. Okay. <laughs> he was described, this fucking goblin was described by an American <laughs> which is like a fish man um david uh, it's a, like it's a hefty stance for this fish man to be taken if he's like wow what a goblin excuse me bro excuse me fish man you're literally called an ichthyologist it couldn't sound any lame any more lame oh my god i'm bent out of shape okay we gotta chill on David Jordan, okay? He he did cool things. Not really. He just described this thing the first time. No, um, his history's greatest nerd. I'm gonna dunk on him. <laughs> Duncan. So he based his account on a 42 inch long specimen that was actually caught near Japan. So a lot of these are found kind of near Japan, but they're pretty elusive too. So um, 42 inches is not an adult by any means. So he had this kind of smaller specimen, um, but this. The, how they got it was there was a shipmaster and naturalist named Alan O'Stone and he gave <gasps> it me. to Professor Professor <laughs> Oak I'm telling you man I'm losing <laughs> He gave, okay, Alan O'Stone gave this shark to Professor Kachiki Mitsukuri, who went to the University of Tokyo. And so this ichthyologist, this fish man, David Jordan, was like, well, I'm going to call it Mitsukuri Alstoni. So he just, like, combined their two names and made its scientific name. Which is pretty good. Which is, like, super chill of that guy. (laughs) He could have called it David Jordini, and he didn't. (laughs) It's really chill, yeah. So I guess this um, adds to the lore, then, of the Boyardee family that Alan is part of it <laughs> yes. as well, right? Yes. Yes. Alan O'Stone. Alan O'Stoney. Alan's guy. the uncle. He's somebody's <laughs> weird uncle. He's somebody's uncle. <laughs> Amazing. Excellent. Okay. And then the name, the common name Goblin Shark is a translation, actually, of an old Japanese word, um... Uh, here's where I butcher foreign languages. Tengu yep. Zame or a Tengu, which is a Japanese mythical creature. And it is like this crazy looking demon. And it has like this red face and it has a really long um, nose. So it has like mm. this big nose, which when we talk about the Goblin Shark, you'll realize also has a big nose. So um, it kind of came from that, I guess. And not just like the typical like goblin that we picture. Like a little oh, I thought you were saying goblin. old David Jordan named him that and i was like wow what an idiot that's really mean but it turns out he didn't no i retract my statement yeah yeah, yeah. david jordan he's chill i mean All maybe right. he had a hand in it i don't know no 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 he yeah. he goes from history's greatest nerd to history's greatest bro bro yeah just a bro um and then this is just an interesting fun fact so you know, we don't know a lot about these things and so from 1904 to 1937 we were getting some different preserved specimens Special specimens, and they were delivered to Professor Oak. What the fuck? Okay, nineteen oh four, nineteen thirty seven. We had different preserved specimens. I did it almost again. Specimens being caught, <laughs> and okay. the people that were getting them actually thought that they were different species because the jaw structure was different. But it was just the like the difference of the protrusion of the jaw when the animal was preserved, and so they're really all the same thing. But people were like, "What dis? This new?" And it was like. No, he just has a big face, and that one has a small face. So anyway. Mm, it happens. Yeah. 
So this guy's really old, his ancestors are really old, and everyone calls him a living fossil. But I feel like coelacanth, we call everything a living fossil. I don't know. I know, anything over 70 years old, we're like, wow, it's been around forever. My grandma's a living fossil. Uh-oh. Duncan on Jima. <laughs> Jima, you gremlin. She's actually dead, so. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she can't hear me. <laughs> Rest in pieces, damn. Sorry, grandma gremlin. <laughs> What noises make? Excuse me. This is a podcast of Flora's weird noises. I make one weird noise and she's like, oh, "How was that?" <laughs> Call you out. I'm gonna amplify no. that and post. And post. Not anymore, editing. bitch. I'm in charge of editing. It's <laughs> not true. Okay. So getting into the description of this goblin. Um, yeah, he's not really a goblin. Like if I picture a goblin, I defo don't picture this. No, se. I picture you. Hmm, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Fucking hate you. Okay, so he has a really distinct snout, and it kind of looks like a sword. Ooh, sick. So he has this giant thing. He has pretty small eyes. Uh, um, Which doesn't have a Like, nick- pretty? Like, pretty little <laughs> eyes? Or, like, like just kind of small? They're just kind of small. Oh, so oh they're not gosh, pretty goodness. and small. Okay, so the... Goblin shark, it has these small eyes, and it doesn't have a nictitating membrane. What is that? So the nictitating membrane is the second eyelid that is, like, a clear, translucent eyelid that they can, like, blink like snakes have. Don't pretend like people know <clears throat> what that is. You don't know what a nict... Like, a bird... Well, I work with birds. Birds have them, because birds are dinosaurs. Yeah, but, like... Okay. <laughs> okay. So, anyway... Okay. So most things in the, like, swim have them, right? It's, like, built-in swim goggles. For some reason, this animal doesn't, and I can't find on the internet why or how then it doesn't get just, like, see shit in its eyeball. (laughs) I just don't know. I guess it does, and it's like, nah, it's fine. Right. So, like, maybe, like, it doesn't blink. So, like, I just don't know. (laughs) It doesn't have eyelids. It doesn't have a nictitating membrane. So its eyes are just constantly... Its eyes are lubed there. up by the poo of the ocean. I guess. Maybe that's what it is. It's just poo o- lube. Ocean lube. Um, it does have a U-shaped mouth. So the whole thing is wickedly U-shaped. I mean, okay. it couldn't be described any better. Um, okay. And then this is where we get goblin The jaws are protrusible, which means they can protrude, and they can mm-hmm. extend to almost the total end of their snout, which again is like a giant sword coming out of their forehead. But typically, they are held just flush against the underside of their head okay um they have a bunch of teeth and they're like almost backwards facing and they're creepy mm-hmm. um the ones in the front are pretty long and they're pretty narrow and they just look like a little like razor bear trap i don't know something scary but the ones yeah, in the back do. are pretty flat and they're kind of used for just like crushing power more than like piercing and catching power that's kind of like most mounds right yeah. They're always like the, the piercers in the back are the crushers. Yeah, exactly. And mm-hmm. then he's got five pairs of gill slits. Good for him. <laughs> Everything in odd numbers. Because <laughs> he's an odd boy. Okay, um, this was great. The sentence was, his body is slender and flabby. <laughs> Amazing. I am slender, but flabby. No, no, no. Slender and flabby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's pretty, like, thin, but, like, gelatinous. I mean, he lives really deep into the ocean and i think things down there just get gooier because you can't hold your shape if you even if you want it to well yeah it's dark too like who's gonna see also Mm. there aren't that many gyms down the bottom of the ocean oh you know it's not like prime real estate so like what are you gonna do there's that one do his best ocean fitness and their Mm -hmm. sign up fees and that contract you have to sign you can never get out of it no no you're locked in for life for life even if you move you're locked in scam what a scam Mm-hmm. I support the decision of the thin but flabby. Like I love it. You do your thing. Do Probably you eating a really good diet and that's what matters. That's all that matters. As long as he feels healthy, that's what matters. Mm-hmm. 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 He feels good on the inside. Right. He does have two dorsal fins, but they are small and rounded. So nothing like the like great white shark dorsal fin you're picturing in like Jaws mm-hmm. music. Nothing like that. He has small rounded pectorals, so these are the fins on like either side of his body. Um, and then he does have pelvic anal fins. Nice. Which are 
like near his butt, what you would mm-hmm. say his butt is. Um, mm-hmm. And they are very long and um, actually larger than his dorsal fin. So, oh, weird. Um, he does have trans- semi-translucent, translucent. For some reason, today, I'm a hard time. I maybe I'm having a stroke. It could be it. Isn't it when you like smell something? I don't smell anything, but like you're supposed to like smell the sea or something, and then it's like you hear seagulls and you're having like a stroke. I don't know. I think if you smell the sea and you hear seagulls, you're probably at the sea. <laughs> right? But, like, if you're not, you're having a stroke. <laughs> I think there's something else going on then. <laughs> there's something. Translucent. So his skin is semi-translucent, which means you can kind of see through it. Nice. Because of that, his skin is typically, like, pinkish. Because you're just seeing his blood flowing in his body. Gross. Oh. Yeah, you can no, see. No, 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 that's cute. Visible blood vessels beneath the skin. Gotta have those. Those are right on the must-have list. Oh, definitely. Um, another just fun thing, because he's a cartilaginous fish and he's a shark, he does have dermal denticles. So that's just fun to say, dermal denticles. Yeah, it's really good. Oh, do you remember? Okay, did you ever see that movie where the girl had, it was like a horror movie, and it was called, I think it was called Teeth, and the woman had teeth in her vagina and like yeah, would cut off yeah, yeah it's a classic so it was it was like vagina dentata and that's what this reminds me of dermal dentical yeah it's one in the same probably right mm-hmm. there's a lot of d's mm-hmm. so anyway these are placoid scales which cartilaginous cartilaginous fish have mm-hmm. um structurally they're super similar to a vertebrate tooth they have like the pulp and the um enamel and all that crazy stuff so it's literally like skin teeth which is kind of freaked me out Mm. Um, the scales are actually supported by spines, so if you are moving them backwards, it's rough, so it's like a snake scale where, like, you don't want to do that. Um, but if you're feeling it down the right way, like how they're swimming forward and they're pushed back, um, they totally flatten, and then this creates, like, this weird little, like, vortices, I don't even know, and it reduces drag and turbulence. So just their swimming in general, they're just more efficient at it, and they're quieter than, say, like a bony fish would be. Oh, interesting. Because their skin is, like, I mean, hydrodynamic, I guess. Yeah. So if, if in, the, like, another dimension you were a, like, piece of krill or something, and you wanted to, like, hitch a ride, you'd want to go for the goblin shark, because that would be a smoother ride, right? Yeah, silent but deadly. Yeah, and then it's not going to, like, move your tray table around or, like, no. knock your soda into your laptop or anything no. like that. It's just going to be, like, chill and easy. And the road noise is, like, non-existent. Yeah, that's the one to choose. Okay, cool. Goblin air. Goblin ocean. <laughs> goblin air. Goblin ocean. <laughs> They're everywhere. So, yeah, like I said, he does have the pinkish, tannish skin, but it does darken with age. Um, and mm-hmm. so, the opposite of that, then the babies are pretty much born, like, white. Okay. Um, he does have his little dark eyeballs. Oh, and when he dies, of course, there's no blood flowing, so he turns dull gray brown. So all kind of like the specimens we have are brownish in coloration because there's no blood flowing. Oh, that's interesting. It makes sense, but I never put two and two together. Right? Never would have thought of it until you said Nope. So they get pretty big. A lot of the specimens we get are younger because I'll kind of get into it. But as they get older, they go deeper. So they can be anywhere from 9.8 to 13.1 feet long. Oh, yikes. Um, the biggest that we ever found was a female um, in 2000, and sh- they said she was between 18 and 20 feet long. <gasps> Go, so, girl. Yeah, I guess they just averaged it. And then the maximum weight of one ever was 10 feet, and it was 460 pounds. So they're, like, pretty hefty. Yeah, they're thick. That's a thick man. That's a thick fish. Thick boy. Mm-hmm. So, where does he live? Um, everywhere, kind of, I guess. So, they've been found in all three of the major oceans, and Mm -hmm. they prefer deep. So, they've been caught as deep as 4,300 feet down, which seems Mm -hmm. like a lot. Um, Yeah. And they found a tooth of a goblin shark just, like, stuck in an undersea cable at at 4,490 feet. What? So, that's even deeper. And they just found his tooth. He just ripped his tooth out? Apparently. He's just like, let me just leave this calling card here. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Maybe he was trying to tie it around his tooth. And slam oh. <laughs> it, like tie it to a doorknob and slam it. Like and he's how, like, oh, whoops, like I don't how have a door. Flora and Fauna torture people. Didn't we do that to all the Bryans in the world? We like 
said we were going to tie things to their teeth and rip them out. Was, we've only managed to get to some of the Bryans. we still got to get the rest. <laughs> yeah. But you know who you are if we have gotten to you, and you know that we're coming if we haven't. Yeah, and for anyone who's not a Brian, you know who we've got to because they haven't got no teeth. <laughs> um, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. So these guys um, are typically found around like those deeper areas. So the continental slopes, the submarine canyons, and sea mounts greater than 330 feet, basically. So they're in these weird ocean weird named cities or something. I don't know. These crazy caverns. Oh. Um, but yeah, so the adults go deeper than the juveniles. Um, and so we see a lot of immature sharks that wander into kind of submarine canyons off of South uh, Japan. So that's anywhere from like 100 to 350 meters. Um, okay. But they have been found as shallow as 130 feet. But again, these are like the really, really small babies. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, the most recent kind of crazy one was in 2014. Someone off of Key West, Florida caught one. <gasps> what? And they were like, what the fuck is this demon that I just pulled out of the ocean? And it was a goblin shark. And then they put it back, like, alive. Oh, that's like, good. Thank goodness. Yeah. It's just, like, fished it out. And we're like, what? He was what? probably just on vacation. Everyone else goes to Key West for vacation. Why Hell yeah. That's so true. He's like, I'm trying to live my best life. I'm retired. Mm. Beach bum. Beach boy. Love it. Getting into just ecology and behavior. So, again, we don't know a whole lot because we don't see these guys that much. I think since we ever found them, we've only seen 50. Oh, okay. Like, ever. Um, well, they live pretty deep, though, right? So yes. It would make sense that they're pretty elusive. Correct. Um, and we don't really have that many observations of even living ones. So, even behaviorally, we're missing a lot of information. So, there has mm. been some video, especially we have a couple of videos now of them feeding, which is great. But... We can kind of just do a lot of guessing about their ecology based on their body and based on what we know about other cartilaginous fish. Basically, his whole anatomy suggests that he's pretty sluggish. I mean, he has really small, dopey pectoral fins. His skeleton apparently is poorly calcified. I don't know. Um, he has really weakly developed muscles. His fins are super soft and small. And his caudal fin is really long. And usually, like, an elongated, low-angled caudal fin means that you're swimming pretty slow. Mm, okay. So just in general, his body just screams lazy. <laughs> oh, his body screams the average American. <laughs> yes. Um, and then he has that wicked sword shooting out of his face, right? So yeah. we think that's basically for sensing. So he basically has like a um, like metal detector on his forehead. I mean, if you know anything about sharks, they have the ampullae of Lorenzi or whatever the fuck. I don't even know. Lorenzini. And these are their sense organs that can find electricity. So they have electroreceptors um, that are sensing electro fields in the water of fish moving, blah, 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 blah. Cool. So he can just basically hear you thrashing in the water, or sense you thrashing in the water through <laughs> magnetism with his nose. And he's just like, wow. <laughs> Look at that idiot. <laughs> Look at that nerd. And yeah, the snout, so it's really small, or not small, oh my god, it's really soft. So it's not thought to kind of stir up like a lot of the like sharks and rays who have like a like the swordfishy looking mm-hmm. guitar fish. They kind of use it to stir up the bottom. Um, but his is super soft. It's not very rigid. So they don't think that he uses it for that at all. Hmm. So mostly just a um, electroreceptor organ thing. But um, just like a really big one. Just like a huge one. Just like yeah. abnormally goblin-y huge. He's plugged in. <laughs> He's there. He's in the system. He's hacked his way in. Yeah. And apparently in his brain, he has a pretty small optic tectum. Don't know what that does, but he's got a small one. So they don't think vision is very important. It's probably not. He's got that big booster on his face. And he doesn't have anything to clear off his eyeballs. But for some reason, he can change the size of his pupils, which a lot of sharks I don't think can. So oh. I don't know why. Maybe it's because he goes like from such low depths to like shallow stuff when he's little. So he should yeah. be able to. I'm a scientist. That's what I say. Yeah, um, that's probably what it is. He's eaten by, like, blue sharks, and that's, like, it. That's pretty good. Um, but he does get preyed upon by parasites, including copepods and tapeworms. Oh, don't we all, man? Yeah, been there, done that. It's not good. Really? I mean, like, I'm a tapeworm. Oh, oh, gotcha. <laughs> I have like, been oh, a man. I've been yeah, a tapeworm. Yeah, it was, like, that man, like, I don't know, in Florida, like, several months ago, who ate, like, salmon sushi every day for six months or something, and then he had, Goals. like, a five-foot tapeworm. Goals. <laughs> I was but that like, five foot tapeworm. That was recently amazing. Man in Florida, <laughs> recently pulled out of that man's butt. Because that's the thing, though, is if 
that tapeworm was pulled out, it wasn't the whole thing. That was just a segment. So right. there's more tapeworm in that man. He, okay, this is a kiwi. Is he more tapeworm or is he more human now? That's my eternal question. I've been asking everyone that. Is okay. he more of a tapeworm man or is he more of a man tapeworm? Like, which one? Two things. I have two things to comment that have nothing to do with anything. Wonderful. One, I read this really awesome book series where they had crossed tapeworms with toxoplasmosis, and so it had the ability to travel to your brain, and the tapeworm, tapeworm <gasps> you told would, me about that yes, one. <laughs> would wrap around your brain and then, like, take you over. So people were, like, were tapeworms, and but then, like, they were like, no, I'm a person, and then they, like, would scan them, and be like, ha, <laughs> a tapeworm controls you. Um, secondly, mm-hmm. I also read this recent horror book where it had, like, this Mean Girls vibe where this this woman was possessed by the devil and she had tricked her little high school friend to eat these bars that helped her lose weight um mm. but instead of mean girls where she got fat she got super super skinny and apparently she was just eating tapeworm eggs until they just like shriveled her entire body and she became like this disgusting like skeleton just full of tapeworms well anyway I mean, she, she didn't lie it, what did help her lose weight it did it just was also eating her well, some of the things we go to to lose weight. Bummer. Okay. <laughs> so t- talking about feeding, let's talk about how this weird thing does this weird thing with its face. Cool. So the goblin shark can open its mouth 111 degrees. Um, which is more extremely than specific. <laughs> yes. A human can open theirs 50 degrees. So if we were to open our mouth 111, it would be your, your chin would be touching your chest. No, thank you. That's also so, another odd number. Everything in odds. So just like a big old mouth. Yuck. Big old mouth. Um, I mean, these, cool, but yuck. Yeah, cool, but yuck. And they feed on fish, dragonfish, I don't know, a bunch of weird fish. Also cephalopods and crustaceans, squids, whatever. They'll just eat stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Also garbage. They found garbage in them. <laughs> cool. So. I mean, it happens, right? If you're not going to the gym and, like, you're living a slow lifestyle, the occasional garbage is going to find its way in. <laughs> if you're living to your truest goblin extent, you're going to have uh-huh. to eat some garbage. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it works. But, yeah, he uh, they've been known to, you know, feed the seafloor, mid-sea, the top. So they don't really have a favorite. It just seems like they'll just kind of eat whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But because of their slow speed and their fins are short and they're dopey this is obviously obviously probably because we don't know but probably an ambush predator i mean they're not chasing anything down and they live a solitary lifestyle they're not making some weird school of fish in a bubble net Mm -hmm. or something crazy so this is where he gets just gobliny good so he's neutrally buoyant so he can just kind of stay put (laughs) is that like a DD alignment (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) neutrally buoyant as opposed to chaotic buoyant (laughs) amazing yes that is what he or or my favorite lawful buoyant (laughs) (laughs) that was the roll of the dice and he became neutrally buoyant so he can like silently drift (laughs) completely silently so if he needs to like come up on something he can just ghostly like not move (laughs) any water and just like creep forward at them which is super creepy just sort of sidle up and be like hey i'm here now hey what's up well then his jaws explode from his fucking face and he captures it so Mm. this is where we get into freak freak town so if you look at his creepy mouth of course it's like up under and it's kind of like below his eyes it's kind of tucked under this sword he has well it's not attached to his skull at all his jaw is attached Mm. with just say what yeah so the jaw is just attached to ligaments so it's not like i mean i guess technically our jaw is too right it's not like there's bone i don't know i don't know what a human is yeah, anyway job is made of bone yes. yeah 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 yeah. Okay, but cool. his are attached to ligaments okay when okay. and they're basically rubber bands okay so just picture rubber bands when the jaw is normally retracted there is tension so they're like super tight okay when he bites they release the tension and this thing catapults out of his face so basically, it's like a slingshot. That's weird. Of his jaw. Um, and they call it, they call it something. I think they call it like snap, slingshot. Yeah, it's slingshot style. Nice. <laughs> That's what they call it. So it's literally a slingshot. Um, okay, and it catapults his jaw forward again, almost to the tip of his little goblin sword, which is pretty, Holy. which is pretty long. Um, so at the same time that this is happening, he has this 
That's a hile. <laughs> oh jeez. That's a hile. Sounds very confident. The Basahile. Basahile. Okay, Basahile. So, at the same exact moment that his jaw is slingshotting forward, he has this Basahile, which is basically what our tongue is, so it's like kind of the base of his mouth. Um, mm-hmm. it drops, so it makes this huge oral cavity, like it just expands it. So he's also sucking in water. So, like, the pressure mm. of that dropping, like, makes suction. So he can kind of suck stuff as he's jutting his jaw forward. Okay. And it just makes this insane, like, mousetrap crazy thing. But the key to all of this, okay, is his bottom jaw. Okay. So, in general, his jaw can, like, protrude two to eight times more than other sharks. So just, number one, his jaw is insane. Mm-hmm. But... The lower jaw, the velocity of it is two times greater than the upper jaw because the lower jaw goes out, but then it swings up and it's what's like slamming the teeth into this animal. Ouch. Um, and this happens like wicked fast. So it's about 3.14 pi meters per second. And this is faster than some cobra snake strikes. Holy crap. So like there's a video of it online in like real time. It's fast, dude. Like it's, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a slingshot. It's insane so all of this they think just adds to like compensating for his like just stupid slow body (laughs) yeah (laughs) he doesn't have to chase anything his jaws go the speed of light it evens out yeah it's insane but 2000 okay so we've known this thing since like what i said like the 1890s or i don't even know but the first recordings of this jaw in motion happened in 2008 and 2011 Holy crap, that's, that's very like recent. That's, like, so recent, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you guys definitely need to Google goblin shark feeding, and they have videos of it. It's really, really, really insane. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And then reproduction-wise, this is where we go back to into just fantasy land, because we don't know. We have never caught or had a specimen of a pregnant female, so we don't know anything about it. We're assuming that they would share the reproductive characteristics of other sharks in its immediate family the mackerel sharks um mm-hmm. and they're viviparous and they have really small litter sizes and their embryos grow during gestation by eating undeveloped eggs that are near them and then the smallest one we've ever caught was 32 inches so they think maybe like the birth size is around that i okay. don't know but That's huge yeah but i mean yeah it's just weird so there's just a lot we don't know, which is kind of like everything. And then just because it's a shark and everyone's scared of sharks, given its depth, it is no issue to humans. There's no, like, goblin shark attack on people. That would be insane. It would rip your leg off in a second. You wouldn't even know what hit you. It would sneak up behind you. You wouldn't even know there was a shark there. It would be totally silent. And its jaw would slingshot at your fucking body and rip off pieces of you. It would be a living nightmare. But also, it's very unlikely. So unlikely. <laughs> Unless you just swim in the but ocean all the time. It happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a few of them have been caught and then taken to aquariums, mm-hmm. but they don't survive that long. I mean, we're taking them out of the deepest depths of the ocean. So right. they took them to Tokai University. It lasted a week. They took it to the Tokyo Sea Life Park. It lasted two days. So that's not a good way for us to study them, we've realized. So I don't think they really okay. do that anymore. Interesting. Yeah, because I know that's one thing people always mention, like, they, these animals would do better in the wild and whatever and all these like complaints and stuff about zoos but that's one of the things that they do at zoos that we do is like understand how those animals work right like, how they live their lives and stuff and we do so in like a controlled safe healthy positive environment right um 99%. but that doesn't always work for every animal and like that's right. part of being transparent to the public is like finding the best way to learn about them yeah and like maybe a hundred years from now will know how to make, like, this creepy hyperbaric chamber that we can keep them in that's, like, controlling the depths of the ocean. I don't know. But, like, right now, half my notes are just question marks. But in the future, if we were had, like, a breeding pair in captivity that successfully bred, can you imagine mm-hmm. all the stuff that we would learn about these animals and then hopefully yeah. know how to help them? But um, right now, I don't know if you have a guess of their conservation, conservation situation. Uh, I'm going to guess... That they're, like, doing okay, right? Yes. So they're of least concern for a couple reasons. Number one, they have a super wide range. We found them in, like, all these major oceans. Also, they're just not in our fishing environments. They're very rarely bycatch. We very rarely find adults at all because they're so deep into the ocean. So they're kind of just out of our, 
like killing zone right now, which is like totally good for them. And then because yeah. they're so rare, there's not really an economic significance. I mean, people will eat the dried meat and collect their weird jaw, but it's not that common. So they're doing okay. Well, that's good. They're like occupying a niche that we haven't exploited. That's pretty good. Yes. Good for the goblin. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. Because he's so slow. If we wanted to kill them, we could. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Awful. We would, like, obliterate them. Um, I'm glad that we have So it's haven't. lucky That's that he's really nice. down there. Mm-hmm. I know. It's so nice of us. Just kind of, like, living on the outskirts. Like, he lives <laughs> downtown. Do- no, no, no. He doesn't live downtown. He lives, like, in the suburbs. <laughs> he lives somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere that he's I'm in not. in our periphery. <laughs> so I was looking up instances of goblin sharks for some reason and I'm like I'm gonna write a really really strongly worded letter the octonauts have not featured goblin sharks on their show <gasps> it would probably give their kids nightmares however octonauts has had a really good track record so far and I, I want know them to continue but that's why I'm it. peeved yeah but luckily for octonauts the wild Kratts, which is on PBS kids did mm-hmm. have the goblin shark in an episode. Nice. Yeah, and it was really Good cool. Job, like Crap Brothers, a little submarine, and you got to see its jaws like shoot out. It was cool. That's neat. Love that. So so good on the wildcrats. And then um yeah, there's not a whole lot of <laughs> of uh, creepy ass goblin sharks in the media, but I did find two things that I don't know a lot about, but I can definitely Google image search. So mm-hmm. one is from the movie. Pacific Rim. Okay. Have you seen that? I have not. I haven't either. It's been on my, like, things to watch list, and I just haven't. Isn't so apparently like, this is a film that, But there's big, like, aliens in it. Yeah, but, And it's like, Guillermo del Toro, dude. with Transformers. They're big aliens. I know, but this is Guillermo del Toro. We're not talking Michael Bay shit stain. We're talking Guillermo <laughs> del Toro. Okay? All right. Anyway... So science fiction monster film, apparently, 2013. So one of the science fiction monsters is named Knifehead. If you would like to Google him, <laughs> he... I would love to. ...look alike a goblin shark. He does. He actually looks exactly so, like one. Yeah. So I don't see any images of his jaw expanding, so I'm not sure he has that capability, but um, he definitely has the sword face going on. I mean, his name's Knifehead, so... <laughs> I mean... But I don't see any pictures of it, like, jutting out, but mm-hmm. it's definitely there. Um, the other instance is, actually, I think one of the, pe- the creators, like, admitted they had looked up goblin sharks. Um, so in the newest Alien movie, Alien Covenant, um, mm-hmm. which is, like, part of the prequels or something with Prometheus, like, God away goes, there's this creepy white um, xenomorph god, and he's a neomorph, and they just said, like, in looking at him and his feeding, they had looked up goblin sharks. So, hmm. um, just totally different. Doesn't really look like a goblin shark at all, but yeah. they just said that they, um, had looked it up. I, th- I think when it attacks people, it, like, does something crazy. And let me watch this clip real quick. Does it drift up this, like, them, illegally, maybe? This, like, illegally downloaded clip on YouTube. Uh-oh. I mean, it's pasty white, so that gives me, like depth vibes, you know? Like, oh, I've been in the ocean mm-hmm. for a hundred years. Okay, she's turning around. The neomorph is beh- behind her. She looks up. There he is. Okay. So his entire face opens. Yeah. I mean, he's got a big mouth. So when his face is shut, you, like, can't see it. And then his entire, like, face opens and it's, like, a whole mouth thing. So, yeah. Huh. A little bit of goblin shark vibe there, too. Cool. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Oh, and then there's that movie Strange Wilderness. Uh, And there's, like, this part where, like, there's a shark coming. And he, like, makes, like, this laughing noise. And everyone thinks it's really funny. I think it's a goblin shark. It doesn't really look like it. Mm -hmm. Because it's, like, nose isn't big enough. But I don't know what else it would be. So, I don't know. That could be a goblin shark. Strange Wilderness. He makes this, like, hmm. annoying, like, oh, ho, 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 laugh noise, and it's supposed to be, like, really funny. I don't know. I've never like, seen the movie, but the clip was not funny. Like, uh, like Santa Claus? Yeah. What? 
like a Santa oh, Claus laugh. You like that made Santa that sound. It sounded like Santa Claus. I, yeah, you did like a ho ho ho, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess you're true. You're you're true. You're true I'm inside. True. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna go lay down and die. Um, so this episode okay. is over. Yeah, we'll uh, wrap the yeah, episode first, and then you can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So TLDL, this is the goblin shark, and he a goblin. Um, he's found in almost all the major oceans. He's a cartilaginous fish. Cartilaginous. I can't speak. Um, it's also part of the TLDL. I'm losing my sanity day by day. Mm. Um, he gets pretty big. He's semi-translucent. <laughs> oh my god, you did it again. I'm like five for five. How? I can't say that. Translucent. What am I even trying to do? I don't know. You're... Making a weird sound, though. Don't do it. I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> his skin is semi-translucent. There you, you can go. see his blood underneath, so he's pinkish in color. Yummy. He's a slow-moving boy. Very small, chubby dorsal fins, pectoral fins, and caudal fins. But he has a protruding jaw that can protrude out faster than some cobras can even strike, which is 3.14 meters per second. It's pie. <laughs> and he eats lots of... He eats lots of fishies. He lives deep down in the ocean. We've only seen 50 since we've even found them. There's only, like, two videos of them eating ever. Um, they're wicked cool. They're a goblin. They're named after this Japanese thing. And we don't know anything else about them. Bye! <laughs> great. That's all, that's that all I know. great. They were super interesting. They're um, kind of as spooky as I was imagining they would be. Yeah. The jaw's really cool. Like, I kept watching videos of it, and I guess they were in slow motion, and I didn't realize, because they're just trying to show you, like, exactly how it happens. And yeah. then it was like, now, real speed. And I was like, whoa, oh my god! <laughs> this wasn't real speed the whole time! It was really fast! Yeah, things cray-cray. Cool. I like him. You know what? That jaw makes it even easier to slurp up some ravioli. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, now, um, I think we have time to do a drawing for our giveaway. Yes, yes, yes. So this time we're just doing a random act of kindness to someone whose email I have on file. <laughs> so Sounds good. Take it yeah. as you will. And then um, for the and next... And that was like the whole reason that we did the it, Patreon anyways, because we had all the information. <laughs> I know. Now <laughs> we like have had to... it ready to go. Yes. So. Now I'm going to have to like do more work to give you guys things. And that is just... <laughs> Trying my patience is all... <laughs> Um, so these guys, we um, had a really awesome winner last week reach out to us. Um, so we're going to send them their stuff. Hopefully they'll post some pics. They picked a really mm-hmm. cool thing. Um, mm-hmm. So again, Fauna will send this person their options um, of what we're donating to the conservation organizations and what they can receive. Yes. Yeah. really cool. Let me do a random number generator with this yep. email list. Da, 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 da. Generate. I have to enter a number. It only did one through five, and I have more emails than that. Definitely more than that. Okay. How about seventeen? All right. Trying to build tension. Is it working? Do 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 do. Amanda Stein. Woo! You I've, won. I've ruined Congrats. it by being like weird about it. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, so we're you gonna... all should expect that every win that you have with us is going to be weird and uncomfortable. <laughs> if sorry. you don't come out feeling weird at the end, then have we really done our job? Then have you really won? Have you no, really you listened? <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Amanda Stein, you're our winner. I'm sorry this time was weird. So next time we're going to make a Facebook post. Um, our pre patrons are already entered to win automatically because we already have their emails we already have their contact information but for yes. everybody else who is not a patron who would like to enter there is no purchase necessary you just need to share a facebook post we'll uh have it up and you'll see it it'll be on instagram and twitter too whatever it's gonna be everywhere it's gonna be yep. hard to miss if you have social media if you don't i guess and you want to enter to win you could like email us sure but that's only if you don't have social media we have so many emails stop emailing us that's not true. We love our no, emails. email us forever. <laughs> I know. We love our emails. Our lives are just crazy. We promise one day we will answer them. We're like a hundred behind. I swear. We love all of you. We're answering mm-hmm. all of them. I promise. Yes. We love you all. Keep writing in. We'll yes. get to you. We promise. Yes. We've already read them and laughed about them and like text each other. Oh my God. And shout out to Danielle.jpg. 
She solved the mystery of the fucking year. The last yeah. episode, I was losing my mind. I couldn't think of anything. I hadn't I mean, played that's Sudoku. every episode, though, right? <laughs> yes. Hadn't played Sudoku in, like, a week. And I couldn't think of that weird flocked baby. It's a snow baby from Hallmark. And then, you know what I do? I text Fauna, and I'm like, look at what Daniel.jpg found. And then what does Fauna say? Oh, I have one of those. And I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> and you couldn't think of what I was talking about? And you had a snow baby in your home? Oh, my God. Yeah, mine, um, mine was staged to be, like, ice skating. So there was a little, like, rink beneath it. And it was on one leg, and it was kind of turned to the side. Like, it was like, ah. And it looked just like that bat. Yeah, it did. Couldn't be more like that bat. (laughs) So anyway, one mystery solved. Thank you for helping me in my delirium. What a Sherlock homie she was. Oh, what a Sherlock homie. I love that. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Normally, you hate all my jokes. Oh, my God. I know. I love that one, though. (laughs) Thank you. really good. (laughs) Great. I think that's all I had to say. Oh, yeah. You can always join Patreon. Um, you're still going to have access to exclusive bonus content. Um, we're mm-hmm. doing two this month. It's usually like one or more, or whatever we feel like. But there's two this month. Um, and then they will be voting for next week's spooky episode. And then all of November they're voting for. Um, November's going to be wicked crazy. I'm going to be out of service for three weeks so we're gonna do some super early recording we don't want you guys to miss out on any week um Mm -hmm. but it just might be really weird and like if something important happens we probably won't mention it because we would have recorded like four weeks in advance (laughs) and we won't have time to talk about it till i'm back but during that time we will still be responding and posting on social media oh yeah 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 yeah. oh yeah feel free to hit us up there yeah you can't get rid of us now it's like a tick we're dug in Mm-mm. We're inside your pocket. Now. My my head's inside <laughs> your pocket. My head's inside your other pocket. I'm eating those raviolis you have in your pocket. You're, it's dark in here. <laughs> it's dark. It's warm, and there's a smell of lasagna, and butts, and butts. Take us out of your pocket, please. <laughs> I'm tired of being in here. Can you please buy us a backpack? Come or on. at least put us in the same pocket. Oh my god! At least if we had each other. Yeah, for sure. That's I could, chill. I can handle it a little bit better. A little bit better. <laughs> Dear God. Okay, that is the end of epi- the episode this week, you guys. Um, we hope that you had a good time. You learned some stuff about this wicked shark. We'll post pictures. We'll see if we can post a video. I don't know how the internet works. You've got to see this thing in action. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Listen to us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify. Read us and review us on iTunes. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your grandma she's out of the family still. Um, <laughs> grandma got kicked out, but tell her anyways, because she's not going to get the family text. Grandma's out of the loop. <laughs> so fill in granny. Um, yeah, and Fauna will be back next week with our last Spooktober animal. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Can't wait. I can't wait. So if you like this, cool, 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 great. If you didn't, don't care. Bye. Smell you later.